Welcome to another episode of Ombi at the Movie! I'm Chad, your host, uh, and welcome to another episode of Ombi at the Movies, where we discuss and analyze movies from a multicultural perspective. Uh, today, we are discussing The Cloud Capped Star, uh, an old movie from India. Um, I loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was perfectly done in a lot of ways. Uh, a couple disclaimers before we start. Uh we do discuss, this is a very heavy movie, so we will be discussing some heavy topics today, such as poverty and um, um, sickness. Uh, on top of that, um, all of Ombi at the movies is done in a way in which the movies are completely spoiled so that we can really delve deep into analyzing the film. So if you want to watch the movie, go ahead and pause now. Um, I believe it is on the Criterion Collection. You would need a subscription, but there's a free trial. Uh, it was directed by Ritwit Katak. Um, and it stars Supriya Cloudhurry as Nita. Nita is a young woman living in post-partition India. And in post-partition India, which we're going to get into that whole thing in just a few minutes, uh, in the post-partition world of India... She is a college student. She's engaged uh, to the man of her dreams or a man. Uh, and in this case, things are going oh, as good as they could be. However, things take a turn for the worse when her father, a professor who is the breadwinner, gets sick. Uh, he gets sick. That's right. Um, and because he gets sick, um, Nita has to take over for the family and become the breadwinner. Um, she literally takes care of everyone in her family. Her mother is emotionally distant, so she has to do all the emotional labor there. Um, her father is sick, so she takes care of her father. Her older brother has his head in the clouds when it comes to trying to make it as a musician, um, as a singer. Um, and um, Nita has to, you know, basically uh, take care of him financially. Um, her younger brother does go get a job in a factory, but he's going to get injured in um, some sort of accident, and he's going to be in the hospital, so no money's coming in from him. Uh, and then her younger sister um, ends up falling in love with Anita's fiancé, and they go get married instead. Eventually, to make matters worse, Nita uh, contracts tuberculosis while trying to work due to the harsh working conditions, but she continues to truck on and try to make a living for her family who is already living in poverty as it is. And then eventually she just can't, she can't take it anymore. She gets sicker and sicker and sicker and ends up in a live in facility. Um, and that's where the movie ends with very much of an ambiguous ending. We don't know if she lives or if she dies. So there's a lot to unpack here, but first I'm going to talk to you about how I felt about the movie personally. I was watching this movie for class about two weeks ago, and it it really struck me just how good this movie was. So when you initially hear Indian cinema, right, um, you probably have images evoked by Bollywood. 
you know, bright costumes, singing, dancing, um, happy endings. This is not that. Um, nothing against Bollywood films. It's the largest film industry in the world. Um, but this is not that. This is very much social realism. Um, and it's very emotional, very down to earth, very realistic. So about halfway through watching the movie, again, I just had a thought of, man, this movie's good. Um, just a really well done movie. I'm also a sucker for social realism and anything with social commentary. So it, it, it gripped me pretty much right away. Um, so now go, let's go ahead and put some things in context here. So this movie's in 1960 and it takes place in the 1940s. In the 1940s, India is going through what's called a partition. If you didn't know partition of India, I am not an expert on it, but here's what I do now. Um, Happened in, I believe, 1947 in India. Um, basically, India and Pakistan is are divided um, by the British in the wake of colonialism. And this led to displacement and refugees and poverty and really, truly a struggle. For newer audiences, if you've ever seen Miss Marvel on Disney+, Plus, they discuss this at great length. Um, the partition and the effect it had on Miss Marvel's ancestors. Um, so I do, um, I recommend that show as well. It's great. Maybe Miss Marvel episode at some point. Um, but, you know, so the movie takes place within the context of the post-partition Indian world. Um, and these, these, this family, Nita's family, um, they are refugees. They are refugees based in the partition and are basically living in a camp in which they are living in poverty. Um, and there are, um, Nita is very emblematic of the Indian citizen or a Pakistani citizen trying to survive um, under these harsh conditions at the time. Um, she gets sick but has to work anyway because if she doesn't work, then her family doesn't get paid. Um, and this also shows the um, value system in India that really truly values hard work above all else, at least back then. Um, I don't know. I'm not as current on the culture um, in India, but um, she very much, um, Nita is very much emblematic of that. Um, and while I'm talking about Nita, let's talk about the performance of, of uh, Supriya Cloudhury, by the way. Um, that's probably not a name you've heard as an actress, but man, she was just phenomenal in this movie. Absolutely captivating. Carried the movie on her back, much like the character she was playing, Nita, carried her family through these uh, harsh times. So I um, can't say enough about her performance. Absolutely riveting, heartbreaking, breathtaking. Um, and I think she deserves to be in the canon of great actresses. Um you know, but anyway, back to the struggle for a little bit. Um, there are lots of signs of symbolism of the partition within the movie. Um, Nita, when she is in the live-in facility at the end of the movie, we get a shot of a stream dividing two um, strips of land. Pretty, pretty uh, apparent division there representing the partition. Also, um, when Nita gets sick and Nita continues to work, she gets slowly more and more withdrawn from her family. And while things are happening for them, she 
is basically stuck in her room, looking out of a door, looking out of a window. Another partition. There are many scenes that take place between individuals in which others are looking through a window in which there is a partition of some of some sort. There's also um, throughout basically the the community they live in, the community of poverty they live in, you see a lot of clotheslines with clothes hanging off of them, which makes sense for where they were living, but also represent another sign of partition, um, dividing two areas of where they are, like the area. So um, the partition and the relevancy of the partition is definitely the impact of the partition of India and Pakistan um, is very apparent throughout the Cloud Cap Star. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is the idea of post-colonialism and the idea of living in a post-colonial world and the idea of living in within a, um, you know, a revolution of any capacity, um, peaceful or non. The ones who are committing the revolution, committing to the revolution are often not the ones who are going to reap the benefits of said revolution. There are often others that are going to, um, that are going to be lifted up by their hard work and their sacrifices. Um, and Nita is emblematic of that. Nita works so hard for everyone around her, and everyone around her is in a better position than when they started in the movie because of Nita. Nita's fiance is taken from her by her younger sister. Her younger sister gets married and they have a relative, relatively wealthy life. Um, Nita's younger brother um, is better off because he is about to have surgery or, you know, he gets injured in the factory and he can only afford surgery because Nita finds a way to get the money for him to do so. Um, Nita's older um, older brother, um, does get a job as a successful singer in the city in India, um, in a city in India. I don't remember which one off the top of my head. Um, but it is Nita that buys him the shirt that he wears on the job interview. So literally everyone around her and her family, for the most part, is better off because of her hard work. The only one who's not, the primary one who's not better off is Nita herself. She gets sick. She has to go to a living facility. She, um, by the town, it's even said at the end of the movie, she's basically forgotten by the town that she lived in, by the community that she lived in. The only one who we see visiting her is her older brother. And I think that that is representative that we need to not forget we as a society and any society need to remember mm -hmm. those who um, fought and sacrificed for um, any sort of cause for um, to try to give people around them a better life, whether it be socially, politically, or economically, or all three. Um, so, um, you know, I think that there's a very big reminder there that we need to remember the sacrifice of people. Um, and their actions that help others for future generations, for sure. Uh, on another note, I want to talk about the music in this movie. The music is very melancholy, um, but it 
it does play a big part. Um, there's also a lot of singing in the movie. Not in the way you may think, though. Again, we briefly discussed Bollywood. And while um, this is not a Bollywood musical, music does play an integral part in it. Because when the people are singing and the actors are singing in this movie, you can feel their pain. You can feel, you can you can really empathize and sympathize with the emotions that these characters are feeling. Um, so uh, I think that um, this is a very important movie, um, very important cultural artifact. And I am no means an expert on um, Indian culture, but I do think that the movie is very well done. Um, I think that everybody should watch it um, at some point in time. Um, if again, this was made in 1960. So if you're not a fan of black and white movies, this one is not for you. Um, also, um, it is completely subtitled and you can find it on the criterion collection. Um, there is a free trial, so you can do it that way just to watch it. Um, I believe that's everything. Um, next week, uh, I believe is the final, uh, next Tuesday, I believe is the final Tuesday of black history month. So you know what we're going to watch? We're going to watch 42. That's right. We're going to watch 42, the Jackie Robinson movie, um, Jackie Robinson story starring Chubbuck Bozeman. Um, and I'll be back to talk about it. I'm very excited to talk about it. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, and I will um, see you guys next time at OMB at the Movies. Bye. <laughs>